This is Stanley bringing you the sound doctrine of the Bible. Under God, I conducted sound doctrine seminars in 1997, 2007, and 2012. The talks of these seminars are now made available to you in segments of 10 to 15 minutes each. They are for your enlightenment and edification. We continue from what we saw in the previous segment. In all spiritual issues, unless we maintain a balance, we will go eccentric and off-tangent. Neutral Christians are a liability for the kingdom of God. Then what is balance? Balance means you are holding both the extremes together and giving due emphasis to each according to what the scripture gives and bringing it into a proper focus. I'm going to talk about six helps to maintain balance in Christian life and ministry. The fourth help to maintain balance Consciousness of the overall plan and purpose of God. Consciousness of the overall plan and purpose of God. I'll tell you two extremes. Some Christians are always looking for and hunting for personal blessings. Other Christians don't bother about their personal life. They spend all their time studying about prophecies concerning world events. These are two extremes. But we are called to a balance. That balance is given to us so beautifully in 1 Corinthians 10th chapter. Verses 31 and 32. 1 Corinthians 10, 31 and 32. Therefore, whether you eat or drink or whatever you do, do all to the glory of God. Give no offense either to the Jews or to the Greeks or to the church of God. Three things we learn here. Number one, God's plan for myself, that is whatever you do. Number two, God's plan for the church, that is the church of God. Thirdly, God's plan for the world. Jews or Greek. Whatever you do, that is God's plan for you. God's plan for the church, that is the church of God. Jews and Greeks, the whole world. Three circles, I, are we, the church, and the world. God is concerned with all the three things. I loved Jacob. God's concerned for the individuals. 
Christ loved the church. God's concerned about the church. God loved the world. That is God's concern about the whole world. So anything we study, we try to understand how does it relate to us, how does it relate to the church, how does it relate to the world. If you put these things in that spectrum, then going off tangent is checked. That way we will never become selfish. That way we will not be unduly occupied with one, any one section of revelation. And the fifth lesson or the fifth help we have for balancing. We should understand or understanding the three dimensional ministry of the church. Three dimensional ministry of the church. The church has a ministry to God, number one then to one another and to the world. What is ministry to God? Worship. What is ministry to one another? Nurture. What is ministry to the world? Witness. What is ministry to God? Exaltation. What is ministry to one another? Edification. What is ministry to the world? Evangelization. A church that emphasizes only worship, you see how they will go off balance. A church which emphasizes only worship, will end up with shallow believers without adequate Bible teaching. A church that emphasizes only edification of believers, they will end up with dry believers without the joy of worship. A church that emphasizes only evangelism will end up with immature believers without doctrinal maturity or personal holiness. Now our churches are falling into these three different categories. Some churches are very strong in worship. Worship, worship and finally worshipping worship. Believers in course of time in that group you will find they will be very shallow. The other group, teaching, teaching, teaching. The end will be dry believers. They won't have the joy and exuberance of worship. Some churches, only about evangelism. The churches are rare, but some churches are there. The result will be immature believers and people will not have doctrinal maturity. For one hour they cannot sit and listen to a solid Bible teaching. You see, the imbalance has resulted in these three types of people. 
Sixth, help to maintain balance. Interaction with the other ministers and Christians. Wherever possible, we should interact and mix up with other ministers and other Christians. Ephesians 4, we have the fivefold ministries and the result will be wholesome growth of the body. Let's take some examples. An apostle will give you pioneering missionary vision. If you are associating yourself with an apostle, if you move with him, you will catch the pioneering missionary spirit. A prophet will give you a penetrating insight in God's things. A penetrating insight he will give you. He won't be satisfied with things that are seen outside. He will go right into the core of the matter. I used to often quote two men as outstanding prophets of the century. One is Leonard Ravenhill and the other is A.W. Tozer. You read thousand books, then take one book by Leonard Ravenhill. What all others have left out or what others did not notice, this man will notice. Because a prophet has got a penetrating vision. The same way A.W. Tozer. One book of A.W. Tozer you read, it will take at least two, three months for you to digest that. What everybody else has missed, he will find out. So I call prophets as God's specialists. They will find out what is wrong in the church. Others will immediately say whether this is right or that is right. But when a prophet comes, he will tell you this is wrong. That is the greatest scarcity in India and Tamil Nadu today. Especially in Tamil Nadu, we don't have prophets. If God will raise prophets in Tamil Nadu, they will have no books to sell, no programs to promote, no organization to grow. They will enter into any ministry or any church situation and say, this is wrong, stop it. Because they are prophets, they dare not lose their head. Please pray that the Lord will raise some prophets in Tamil Nadu and India. An evangelist will give you passionate spirit for people. Because he is always after the salvation and the redemption of people. And a teacher will give you practical understanding of God's word. You see, each minister has got a different focus. Instead of mixing with these people, 
if you keep listening only to a pastor you will become a churchian rather than a christian we will forget our identity as christians we will become churchians now that will be the ultimate result no single church or denomination has all the revelations every church and every denomination and every ministry is incomplete without other ministries so keep a cordial relationship with other christians other ministries and other churches attend the meetings and services of other churches whenever possible don't ask permission from your pastor i tell you he will not permit you because we have so many groups of god's people worshiping him in each locality there are 52 weeks every sunday maybe 40 sundays you go to your own church 25% you try to go to the other churches and see what god is doing how they are doing things and there are things to learn there are things to tell you tell them also people may abuse you people may question you turn a deaf ear after all we know how to turn a deaf ear so just ignore it don't worry because we are all members of the body of christ in each locality god has <coughs> nominated the church to be after christ but man has denominated it nomination yes denomination that is man's work so feel free to go and mix up with other believers and when they have special meetings go and help them when they have a special outreach program join them each church has got its strengths and weaknesses so we can make up one another because we are all members of one another if we don't mix up in course of time your church will become another cult that is the end result if you open up to what you have been studying during these five days you would have found that you were served a balanced diet when you go from here today and meet with your other christian friends tomorrow share with your pastors and leaders in your respective places five days you were sitting here step by step one over the other things were built up instead of telling you which is right and which is wrong my focus these five days has been to train you to find out which is right and which is wrong
give the notes that I have given you to any sound theological spiritual leader. Ask him to go through whatever you have written. And please ask him whether what I say is true or not. I did not come here to speak against somebody. I did not come here to speak against something. I came here to teach God's people and train them to discern between good and evil. Every page in your notebook will give you one lesson of discernment. Every example was chosen in such a way that it will be handy in your ministry of discernment. I guarantee you, this will serve as a solid foundation for now and many more years to come until the return of the Lord Jesus Christ. Shall we pray? Gracious Heavenly Father, Thank you for entrusting us with these precious truths of your mysteries. Help us, Lord, to be faithful stewards of the truths that are entrusted to us. As we get back from here, make us better husbands, make us better wives, better parents, better children, better students better pastors, better teachers, better preachers, better evangelists, better members of the church, better citizens, and better children of you. And help us to glorify you in whatever we do. We give you all glory, honor, and praise. May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you all forever. Amen. We'll continue our study in the next segment. God bless you.